This is Jenny Allen, and you are listening to the Made for This podcast. This episode of Made for This is brought to you by Away. Away creates thoughtful travel products, including their best-selling suitcase, with features that make traveling more seamless. To start your 100-day trial and shop the entire Away lineup of travel essentials, including their best-selling suitcases, go to awaytravel.com slash madeforthis, all lowercase. And now, here's Jenny. Guys, great season. I've loved hanging out with you this summer. Thank you, thank you, thank you for putting me in your AirPods and hanging out in your cars with me and carpool and traveling and all the ways that you hang out with me. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I know there are all kinds of people listening to this. In fact, we get to hear from you and it just blows me away. Some of you are teenagers. Some of you are men. Some of you are old. Some of you are young. Some of you are all over the world, literally in different countries. We are so honored that you walk with me in this and Chloe because what I see happening over time as a year and a half has passed since we started this little adventure into podcasting is nothing that I've ever done in ministry has felt more like week to week discipleship than this. I just get to pull up a chair across from you and tell you what it means to follow Jesus, what it's looked like for me, what scripture tells us, what it's looked like for several of my friends that I bring onto the show. It is just the most fun adventure. So I hope that you are growing. I hope that you feel as you've listened over seasons, hopefully in months, hopefully that you love God more, that you are more free and full of the spirit and walking with Jesus in a day-to-day relationship. I hope that you are more clear on what it means to be a Christian and to follow God. And for those of you that that are just new to this family, welcome. We're so glad you're here. And I hope Jesus feels accessible and dear to you. I hope he feels like a friend that you want to have, not a boss that scares you or a father figure that condemns you, but a God that that forgave you and loves you and wants a relationship with you. Gosh, I hope that's what you get here. And this season has been that story, maybe more clearly and fully than any other season we've done. This is the gospel that he died for us so that we could be with him forever, that we don't have to measure up, that he measured up for us. So thank you for being in this incredible relationship with us through the podcast. I feel that. I feel like it is a relationship. And Chloe and I are so grateful for all of you. So thank you. And I hope this has been super encouraging for you. So today, we're going to look back like we do at the end of every season, and we're going to hear from some of the people that have joined us. It was an incredible season. I hope you feel that way. I hope you've grown. And do not hesitate to reach out to us in any form. You can go to my website, Jenny Allen, J-E-N-N-I-E-A-L-L-E-N.com. You can go to Instagram and find me there and leave me a message. You can go to the reviews and subscribe and leave a review and tell us what the podcast means to you. We read all of that, and we're so grateful that you're on this journey with us. You know, the Bible says, do not be ignorant of the enemy's devices. And, um, you know, we have a real problem theologically when people don't believe there's a devil. I'm like, you're the only one that's happy about that is the devil. Because like, you know, you because then you no longer you fight all the wrong battles because then you're you're fighting in the natural temporal realm rather than understanding we are in a spiritual battle. There are eternities at stake. People's lives are at stake. People's freedom is at stake. People's salvation 
is at stake. Now, the fact is, even me saying those words in certain areas is like, what are you talking about? There is a heaven and there is a hell. I still believe that Jesus Christ came, died on a cross, was buried, rose again, and is coming again, and that he will judge the living and the dead. I still, I, I believe all this stuff. So if I really believe it, well, then there is going to be a passion about that because I actually care about people. When Jesus calls his disciples, he says, come and follow me. Well, he didn't drag them around. Like he did not force them with chains. You know, they did it out of their own volition. And I think too, with even, that's true of any disciples that we uh, endeavor to make on this side of, of heaven, even with our kids, like I cannot make them follow Jesus or follow me as I follow Christ. They've got their own journey. And all I can do is what my husband says is put kindling around a fire that I pray the Lord ignites. And I do think the Lord has ignited some flames in my kids' hearts, but I'm not 100% in charge of those Mm -hmm. flames. (laughs) I can do what I can, but I cannot choose for them. One of the ways that we talk about uh, healing in our lives, one of the things that we need is an understanding that God is a God who loves and cares for me specifically. He's not just a God that's over everything. He's not just a God of the universe. He's a God of, who knows me better than I know myself. Uh, and he's a God who loves me. He's not, and so that idea is often transformational because in areas where they have an understanding of God, but a God of wrath and a God of judgment and a God of who's just waiting for me to mess up. And at the first sign that I screw up, he's just going to pound me. And in fact, the trauma that I experienced is probably because I did something wrong and God was punishing me. But instead, if we can talk about this idea that God is a God of love and God loves you just where you are, right where you're at. And so we talk about the idea of the good shepherd and God being the good shepherd who wants to take us into green pastures and who wants to protect us. And then in the midst of the pain and the trauma that we've experienced, that God was right there with us in the midst of that. I didn't know at the time when I won the silver medal, I felt kind of empty at the time. Mm. And hearing all of these voices kind of say, well, maybe like if you won the gold, you wouldn't feel that way. And you came Mm. up short and you were almost there. And so I had all these doubts of like, oh, maybe that's what I need to fill myself with. And then fast forward when I finally got the gold medal and I'm standing on a podium at the Olympic Games, gold medal, which is insane. It didn't change. I almost felt worse. I had reached the epitome of success and is like what society would define success as in our in our world. And I was just like, is this actually it? And it was amazing. Don't get me wrong. It was the most incredible experience because I had I I had succeeded in my sport, but I felt purposeless and I felt Mm. empty. And it was kind of just faith played a huge role in that because every time I would ask a question as to like, what am I missing? It was always, it was always faith. And it seemed to be the only thing that actually made me feel good about myself and filled a hole that I kept trying to fill otherwise. I don't really care about why or how you fell down. I only care if you're different when you get up. Measure Mm -hmm. the reality of the spirit's power 
by the fruit that is produced in, in, in the individual's life. So when somebody claims to have had an encounter with the Spirit or they've heard the voice of God, my question is, are you more like Jesus as a result of that? Is there greater humility in your heart? You have a greater spirit of service and sacrifice for the sake of others? Have you fallen more in love with Scripture or less in love? Do you have a greater zeal for the lost in evangelism? Do you love your spouse better? Uh, are you are you more patient with people who aggravate you? Is the person of Christ more precious to your soul now than before you had this encounter or this supernatural experience? So it's always what what's the fruit? What is the transformation that has come about in you that would give me reason to believe that you had a genuine encounter with the Spirit of God? We have been dying to partner with Away because their suitcases are so awesome. They fit more inside of them because every suitcase comes with this interior organization system that has a built-in compression pad that helps you pack more in, and it has a hidden and removable laundry bag. I mean, guys, what suitcase has a laundry bag built into it? It's amazing. The Away suitcases also have four 360-degree spinner wheels, so they don't get stuck or break, and they're super durable, so they're designed to last a lifetime. What's sweet about Away is that there's a 100-day trial on everything that Away makes, so you can take your product, your bag, your suitcase out on the road and you can get real experience with it and feel how it feels to travel with it for 100 days. And if you decide it's not for you, you can actually send it back for a full refund during that period. I am so excited about my OA suitcase because with how many quick little weekend trips I take, it's just so convenient to have my one-size-fits-all suitcase. We can't wait for you guys to try these out. You can start your 100-day trial and shop the entire Away lineup of travel essentials, including their best-selling suitcases. Go to awaytravel.com slash made for this. That's awaytravel.com slash made for this, all lowercase, to start your 100-day trial. the people in my circle who like who are in who that I have fully invited into the world of chaos that is my soul they all know that hey this girl when 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 I see her on a platform and she's jumping up and down or she's weeping or she is putting every ounce of her energy into leading God's people in worship this girl is fighting that's what that's right that is what fighting looks like what you see is like I, I am the, the joy is genuine and the passion is genuine and the wildly expressed affection for God is genuine, but uh, I am fighting. So that's what my fight looks like. One of my greatest weapons is to look up and to remind my soul to call to mind goodness and greatness and the, the, the glory and um, the majesty of God that I have experienced and tasted and seen in very tangible ways throughout the past 17 years of, of walking with him. And so I just assume if you see me and I look like I'm really into what's going on, you can just assume I'm working through something. And that's what working through something looks like for me. There's plenty of space to have large intervals of silence because 
uh, our ability to be silent with someone is often a reflection of our familiarity. You know, what does it say about our lives if we cannot be silent with God? Maybe we're not as familiar with God as we think we are. Or maybe we have relegated prayer and the spiritual life to what I can get out of it. But at the core of it, I want to share presence with the living God. And out of that place, be a person who can share presence with my spouse and with my children and with people that I lead. Uh, but it flows for me out of this unhurried, non-transactional commitment to just being with God. I think we got to break ties with this idea that spiritual obedience equals worldly abundance. I think spiritual obedience equals spiritual abundance. And this is where I don't mind, I don't mind saying even this part of my story, if it serves any other woman, I have been breaking free from body shame for the last seven-ish years of my life. I feel like I've been on this journey and I don't mind telling you I weigh the exact same that I weighed the day I started. I've prayed and I've done cleanses and I've run a marathon and I've been gluten-free and I've been not. I've done all of the things and my body has literally stayed the exact same, but my heart is so free. And I would not trade the freedom of my actual soul for anything. What is that something besides yourself you're betting on? You know, are you betting on, you know, the market are you betting on a ceo are you betting on uh what are you betting on besides jesus right and so like i said we're not a war with fear you, we need a war well because of fear but fear is not the enemy right and i'm not one of these guys that thinks this is the worst the world's ever been i mean just, i mean we were at war collectively as a, as a, as a world we're at war. I mean, we've navigated seasons like this we just hear about it all the time now right I think one of the things we've got to pay attention to is what are we feeding ourselves? Like, you know, if you look at life as training, and I said it earlier, you don't rise the case and you sink a little of your training. Like, what are the signals that you're paying attention to? And if you're constantly marinating in, you know, media, like there's no unbiased media left. It doesn't exist, right? So so how how are you gonna let this thing that's basically on the left or right both announced it's 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 total bias. And that's what you're gonna let feed you? I mean like I mean, consider it, take it in. It's a, it's a, it's an environmental, it's the temperature, it's the clouds, it's whatever, right? But, you know, what, what are you letting scare you? What is brave to me ultimately is for each one of us to not make our stories the centerpiece, but to say, I have an opportunity in a very unique way. Nobody else has my version of being able to lift high the grace of God mm. through my life circumstances. And mine happens to be one where there's been a lot of brokenness and there's been a lot of chaos prior to knowing Christ, a lot of um old habits that die hard and a lot of cultural things that don't always make sense in an in-between world. But as believers, we are in an in-between. We are in the now and not yet. We are, you know, both aware completely that we've been redeemed and we have been forgiven, but we have we're still living in a sinful context. And so we have to wrestle through every day how to die to the striving when that's our nature. Surrender chooses us through God's just invitation and interruption. You know, like COVID would be a great example of it shows we didn't we didn't have a whole lot of say in that. But I also think that we choose it. We get to the choice when it's once it chooses us to choose it back. So we can we can run and we can we can hide and we can 
numb out and escape, or we can embrace and we can just decide there's something here that God wants to fortify in my faith. He wants to, he wants to deepen in my relationships and he wants to, you know, count it joy when you face, face trial in James one, because it makes you perfect and complete, ultimately lacking nothing, which of course we won't see the fullness of that this side of eternity, but we do understand what maturity looks like and that, that trials and suffering produces uh, endurance and endurance faith and faith um, hope. And so there is this sense of going, okay, Lord, I want, I want to have hope even when I can't see. That's what faith is about. Uh, knowing very much so though that, that it's a daily decision. never fails the finale episodes always make me cry i'm serious i don't i feel like listening to the podcast and it just feels like a family like i know you guys are listening with us and it feels so special like a little mini journey we've got on this summer together and it was the perfect theme for us to walk through um, of nothing to prove so we hope you guys have loved it and have found it helpful we have so many amazing things coming up for the podcast y'all i can't even tell you about them yet but trust me you want to subscribe if you're not already and leave a review, tell your friends, share some episodes. We are taking a few weeks off to get ready, but y'all, you just wait. In a couple weeks, we'll announce it on Jenny's Instagram, probably on here on the podcast, but we are going to do an incredible fall season. So we love you guys. Thank you for listening. Maybe in these few weeks that we're taking a break, go back and listen to some old episodes. I mean, guys, we have like hundreds of episodes now that are awesome. And I love and going and repeating some of my favorites. So Thank y'all for being a part. We cannot wait to see you again soon for another episode of the Made for This podcast.